Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On this episode, I want to share with you how to win in business on a tight budget. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram and welcome to Optimize. Okay, so it's the curse of the entrepreneur. We're all in a situation, especially when we're starting out, where we don't really have all the funding or all the money that we want to be able to do all the things that we want to do. But we also know we have competitors that do have the funding. And so the question is, how do we compete? You know, how do we as the little guy get to a point where we can be successful and build ourselves up despite the fact that we have a huge level of competition and we don't have a big budget in order to be able to compete. Well, I know for me personally, one of the things I always felt was that, geez, you know, if I just had more money, I could do this and I could do that and I could invest in this and I could buy more ads and I could do this. But, you know, there's something actually really funny about this because in the beginning, I had a very, very tight budget. And while I was always lamenting the fact that I didn't have more and I saw other people who did and I was envious of that, the reality of it is when you have a tight budget, there are some real benefits to that. One of the things that it does for you is it creates a really sharp focus and sense of clarity. If you don't have a lot of money to spend, you're going to be very careful about the way you spend that. You're going to be very laser focused on what it is that you need to do to get from where you are to the next level in order to be successful, in order to grow your business. It also creates a lot of resourcefulness. You know, it's very easy to start throwing money at people and at tools and at software and at systems and think that that's going to solve your problems. But at the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, it's your responsibility to find the way to solve the problems that you have in your business. And the interesting part about it is, for me, when I started to make a little bit more money and I started to get to a point where I wasn't as strapped, the very first thing I did was go spend money. I thought, well, geez, you know, now that I've got money, I'm going to go hire people. I'm going to give them stuff I don't want to do anymore. I'm going to go buy the best software for each of the things that I need to do. You know, instead of using like this little shareware piece of software, I'm going to go buy like the, you know, the, the most premium version of like whatever the top end software was and started spending money on various things. Oh, you know, I want to grow my business a lot faster. I'm going to start investing in like, you know, Facebook ads and things like that. And, you know, the interesting thing that happened is that the vast majority of that money was absolutely wasted. Wasted. Because what happened was, when I started to hire people, I started to just look at and say, okay, um, I need you know somebody to do email marketing and manage my inbox and do some administrative work. So I'd hire somebody, I'd give them a handful of tasks, and then I'd sort of just let that go. I didn't really train them, I didn't spend a lot of time investing in them, and I didn't give them a well-thought-out job. So they'd do some, and then I was like, okay, well, I need some graphics. So I'd hire a graphic designer, I'd have them do a little bit, and I'd do the same thing in these various different areas. Well, for the first week, it might have worked. By the second week, 
I had three or four people that were outsourcers reaching out to me, asking me what work to do because I hadn't really thought it through. I wasn't worried about the money I was going to spend, so I didn't care that much. I hired these people and then I realized, well, geez, I'm, I'm just wasting money. I've got all these people on staff and I'm not even, I don't even have them working. Would I have done that? If I had $500 a week to spend on outsourced like service, would I have had somebody not productive for 20 out of 40 hours? There's no way. There's no way. Because I was doing it all myself. So I would have made darn sure that every single nickel was accounted for. Advertising was the same thing. Make these half-baked ads that aren't really very good, submit them, send them up there, waste a bunch of money, get no results. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I guess software that's too complicated. I already knew how to use what I was using. What ended up happening is I ended up wasting a lot of money because I didn't value it as much because it wasn't as tight for me. And actually what ended up happening and the way that I realized all this is sales started to decline. Things actually weren't going as well. And I got really tight on a budget again. So I ended up hitting the reset button. I ended up, you know, letting go all the outsourcers, cutting back on all my software and, and services and all that, and almost starting from ground zero again. And what I found is when you have a very tight budget, despite the fact that you wish you had a lot more, that is the time to create really efficient systems and processes for things. Because then if you expand and you, and you add money to the equation to outsource and things like that, you have a system, you have a process in place that will allow you to grow in a systematic, controlled, profitable way. But just coming into some money and trying to throw it at your problems is not going to solve them. At the end of the day, you still have to have that same level of attention to detail. You want that ruthless efficiency in your business. You want to be really focused on what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So instead of lamenting the fact that you don't have more money, a better way to do it is to recognize the opportunity that it creates for you. It creates an opportunity for you to be really, really focused and really, really smart with the way that you use your money, your time, and your other resources. And here's another element of it that's largely overlooked. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll sort of use an example from a movie, um, Enemy in the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. I think it's from back in the 1980s. It's actually a great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, really suspenseful. But without getting into a lot of the details, the summary is Will Smith is a lawyer and he's unaware of the fact that the NSA um, is tracking him. Big national federal organization of, you know, basically like spies and, and government um, secrets, right? And massive resources. And it's all underground so they can do whatever they want and there isn't anything that he can do about it. Well, he's being tracked by these guys. And um, he runs into Gene Hackman, who helps him survive being chased by these guys. And at one point in the movie, they decide they're going to fight back instead of running. And Gene Hackman says to him, you know, Will Smith is like, well, how, how are we going to fight back? We're two guys, like, living in some, like, tent thing while they have a giant organization with unlimited resources. And he said, well... 
you know, if, if they're big, they're also exposed. They're, you know, they're, they're, we're more agile, right? We can attack them where they're weak because everything that they're doing is visible to us, right? And what we're doing is not. And it's sort of the same principle. If you have a big competitor out there and they're spending money and running ads and all this other stuff, great. That's the best market research for free that you're ever going to get. If you follow them and you click their ads, they're going to follow you all over the internet. You're going to see the various ads that they're running. You're going to see the campaigns. If you sign up for all of their free stuff, you're going to see what kind of funnels they're using. You're going to see what kind of sales language, what sort of um, different tactics they use, how they do follow-up and email and other methods. You're going to see all of that stuff. And while you may not have the budget to be able to mimic all of it, you could take bits and pieces from it that you can learn and you can adapt those to your own strategy, right? You can, you can model what you're trying to do after what they're doing instead of reinventing the wheel. And so you have actually have advantages if you're in a position with less of a budget and you're less exposed and fewer people can see what your marketing strategy is than even a gigantic competitor would have. The other advantage you have is you can siphon off a portion of that market. Okay, when I say focus, I don't just mean within your business. You can be hyper-focused on your market. For example, let's just say that your product was a website building software. Well, if you're going to go out there and try to compete with all the other website builders, there are a lot of them now. And some of them have national advertising. Even the guys that don't do the national advertising are all over the internet. But what you could do is make it specific to one particular niche or profession. You know, you could specialize in websites for doctors or websites for, you know, youth sports or whatever it is. And you just go after that one vertical. And when you do that, the advantage that you have is when you draw comparisons, you can say, well, we're the only one who caters solely to your industry. We understand what youth sports challenges are. We understand what, you know, um, the youth sports market is like. We know what it is that you need better than anybody else. And there's going to be an element of truth to that if you do the research, because the fact is these bigger players aren't going to concern themselves with one tiny market slice. But as small as that is, if you dominate that, if you win that, not only are you gonna make enough profit to build your own business, but you also can then expand. You can open another branch, you know, or another arm of your business that only caters to another specific vertical. And you could break an industry down like that. You could also do it geographically. If your product is a physical product or a service, and Let's say, you know, um, you're in Texas, right? Well, instead of trying to sell the thing on the internet to everybody in the world, even if you're a digital company, you could sell it to just El Paso or wherever, wherever you're located. So you could hyper-target that market. And as you build your business in that market space and position yourself as the number one, you know, blank retailer or blank seller or blank provider in El Paso, right? You can get testimonials and everything else from those customers, and you can duplicate that footprint over and over and over again, okay? So here's where the power lies if you are a smaller player 
with a smaller budget, instead of thinking about that as a liability, find ways to turn that into a strength for you and find ways to use that focus, that efficiency, that you know attention to detail to your advantage so you can build a super tight, you know, focused and efficient business and then expand it. And as you add resources to that, if all the processes are in place and they're working well, as you expand, it'll work really well. If you have a lot of loose, you know, and a lot of waste and a lot of things that are unstructured, as you grow, those will be magnified. That's what happened to me. I was wasting money here, wasting money there. The bigger I grew, the more I spent, the more I wasted. And then I, I thought after the fact, once sales went down again, geez, I wish I had that money back, right? Because I wasted God knows how much money doing that. And so that is the way that you can turn having a lack of funds into an actual advantage as an entrepreneur and a business owner. As always, until next time, no matter what you want out of your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.